Hi, we are Malachi. This is a free download from Resonate 2012. You're not next oldest. Oh, we're going from youngest to oldest. Okay, okay. Eldest to youngest. One, two, three, four. Hi, we are Malachi. This is a free download from Resonate 2012. Held in the channel. Island of Guernsey. Please feel free to listen to the other sessions. <laughs> now, I just want to introduce you to our next speaker. We've got a guy called Louis Cardozo, who's the minister at Le Comte Methodist Church up in St. Martin's. But he's got a great story. Uh, he's from Brazil, got a great heart for mission and, and seeing people impacted by the story that Jesus says, what we're talking about uh, this, this afternoon. So we've invited Lewis to come and share about his heart and his passion. So Lewis, over to you. Hello. How are you? Are you good? Are you awake? I need your help this afternoon, all right? I always share with my churches or whatever I go to preach that when I preach, half of my message you will understand. And half of my message you need to imagine. All right, because you have no clue because of my accent. So please help me. When you don't understand, just start to imagine. Say, Lord, help me to understand what this guy is speaking. Because one thing, I always share that also. God called me to preach. Understand is with you, all right? So we'll pray and God will help us to understand. So let us pray. Lord, we thank you for one more day of life. We thank you to be here. We thank you to share, Lord, about you, about go. Because this is what is in your heart. So help us to understand more about your will. More about what you want to do with us. More what you want to, to do through us, Holy Spirit of the Lord. We invite you to come. Touch us. Help us, Lord, to be in fire for you. And to leave this place in a different way that we arrived this morning. Help us to leave this place, Lord. As your image and likeness. It's what we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. I'd like to read something that is in the, in the text of 2 Timothy chapter 4. 2 Timothy chapter 4, verses 1 to 5. The Bible says, In the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who will judge the living and the dead, and in the view of His appearing and His kingdom, I give you this charge. Preach the word. Be prepared in season and out of season. Correct, rebuke, and encourage with great patience and careful instructions. For the time will come when men will not put up with the sound doctrine. Instead, to seat their own desires, they will gather around them a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want to hear. They will turn their ears away from the truth and turn aside to myths. But you, keep your head in all situations, endure hardship, do the work of an evangelist, discharge all the duties of your ministry. Hallelujah. This is the word of the Lord to each one of us today. I give you this charge. Preach the word, is what the Lord says. I give you this charge. Go and make disciples. I give you this charge, not an option. It's a commandment. It's not something that we can choose to do. And not to choose some other moments of our lives. You must do that. 
It's like if you are Brazilian, you must like football, you know? Because if you don't like football in Brazil, you can't talk, to be honest. Every place, they talk about football. So if you watch the news, 25% of our news is football. So you must like that. There are some things that we must do. There's not an option. For example, you need to go to school, right? I know some of you would say, Louis, I really love to go to school. It's Saturday, but I can't wait until Monday. Is right? No? All right. So, uh, but we must do that. The Bible is saying to each one of us, I give you discharge. And when the Bible says, I give you discharge, they use a word. That is, Jeremiah. And that word just was used in tribunals. When someone could save somebody else from dead, they could say, in other words, I have something that will save people's lives. So when the Bible is saying, I give you discharge, the Bible is saying, go, preach the word, share about Jesus Christ. Because when you do that, you will save people's lives. When you do that, you will save their souls for the whole eternity. When you do that, when we do that, we will transform their lives. And that will echo for the whole eternity. Like one, I'm here in Gunzi for a year now. A few months before I leave Brazil, I received a call to go to the hospital and visit a man that had some burns. And I went there, and that guy, when I, I entered the hospital, I said, Luis, please, let me tell you something. He said, I was doing a barbecue yesterday, and, and the barbecue just exploded. And he went to the hospital, and he was dead by the, de the doctors. And he stayed clinically dead for 20 minutes. And he said, Louis, when I, I was on that stage, I just felt a lot of things. And he started to describe. And he said, Louis, I know that place wasn't heaven. And I want to live to help people not to go to that way. And I really need to understand what God can do to me. I really need to do that because I want to save people's lives. I want to share how important God is. How amazing God is. And when he left that hospital, he was a different man. When someone is in a situation like this, when you will almost die, when you, you think you're going to die, you never say something without value, right? Let me tell a history to you. I'm a person with a lot of muscles. You can see that. I spend a lot of time in the gym. And you can see it's not fat, all right? It's just muscle. And some of the muscle is not in the right place, but it's muscle. So I'm the kind of person that if you are flying to England, when I enter in the airplane, I'm the kind of person that everybody starts to be a believer because they start to pray, not with me, Lord, not with me, not with me, to somebody else. Because if I sit with someone, they will be... Uh, cozy, right? <laughs> Very cozy. So when I enter in the airplane, everybody, no, 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 no. Oh, Louis is here. Yeah, so I, sit, I was in the airplane, leaving New York 10 years ago. And when we, like five minutes of flight, the airplane just start to fall. That's a real story. Just start to fall. And we fell like 1,000 meters. And then everybody start to cry. Everybody start to shout, Jesus, please help us. And all that situation, the airplane... Stop to fall. Two minutes later, fall again. Everybody again starts to shout. When finally the, the airplane starts to stabilize, I never saw so many people saying beautiful words like that. 
And they would say, oh, I really would like to see my son or my daughter or my friend or somebody else. So you're going to think about things that really matter to you. When Paul wrote this verse, this chapter, he was in a very, very different situation. Paul thought that was his last letter. And if you keep reading 2 Timothy chapter 4, you're going to see that when he finished the verse 5 and he started the verse 6, he started to say, now it's done. I'm going to die. He was in his last message. And he shared with his son, person that he loved as a son, go and preach. I give you this charge. Preach the word. Because if you preach, you will save. You will transform people's lives. Four years ago, I was in Peru. And I went to a village in Peru. One day in the middle of the desert. Nothing around. And I went there to preach. And when I went there and started to preach, I finished the first sermon. And I did an altar call and everybody came. And it's one of that moments I started to think, wow, what a good message. And then we prayed with everyone. And when we finished, the lady came to me and said, Pastor, could you, pray, could you preach again? said, all right, so maybe it's not so good, the message. But all right, why do you want me to preach? Could you preach, Pastor? Yes. And I preached again, one more service. And then when I finished, the lady said again, said, could you preach again? And the person that was with me said, Louis, I can try this time if you want, you know. I said, all right, so go. And the person preached. And when we finished again, the lady, Louis, please preach. I, am in a, I was in a village, 500 people in a village. And when we finished for the sixth time, the lady started to share with us and said, Louis, we fast and pray for six months. You are an answer of our prayers. We don't have preachers around here. We don't have anyone to preach to us. We are really praying and fasting. So do as much as you can do. Because we don't know when we're going to have the next opportunity to receive someone. Preach to us. We spent seven hours doing service that time. In the middle of nowhere. Because preach. Because go. Because let people know about Jesus is not just an option. But it's a great privilege that each one of us has. St. Augustine says, preach all the time. And if necessary, use words. But preach. There's a guy called John Bunyan, and he stayed for 12 years in a jail. Can you believe that? 12 years in a jail. And the history tells us that every night, someone went there to his jail and said, Look, if you promise me that you're not going to preach, I will allow you to leave the jail. But you must to say to me that you're not going to preach again. And every evening, he just smiled and said, Look, if I leave the jail now... I'll be preaching tomorrow morning with the grace of the Lord. He stayed 12 years in that situation. And when finally he left the prison, midnight, 6 o'clock on that morning, he was doing a prayer time. And he went to preach to people before they enter and start to work. Preach. Go. 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 It's not just a theme of one more seminar that you go. It's not just one more time that you're going to sit and some some people will come to say to you that you must do something go must to be our lifestyle go must to be something that is not just here but is here 
It's a lot more than what I want to do. It's who I am. Go and allow people to know about Jesus. Go and share messages that will save people forever. I was, when I, before I went to Peru my first time, everything started with a, a, a pastor that invited me there to share the word. And on that time, I had uh, money in a bank account to change my car. And the guy invited me and said, Luis, can you come and preach here? And I said, of course, just send the tickets and I'll be happy to go. And he said, all right, Luis, we will, we'll try, we'll think about it. And he did. And he never called back. After two months, I bought a new car. I was, I was in my right. I was in Brazil with my car, everything else. And one day I was in my room praying. And the Lord said to me, and we were talking and praying, and I really felt the Lord saying to me, and said, Louis, what would you do for me? And in one of that moments that you really feel God's presence, I said to him, I said, Lord, I'll, I'll die for you. No think about it. I'll die for you. And I really listened to the Lord saying to me, and said, Louis, you didn't went to, to Peru. How can you die for me? I said, Lord, I was ready to go, but he didn't send the tickets. And the Lord said, that's the point. Your things is always first. And then what is left, you give to me. Your priority was a new car. And you not even prayed about it, to go or not to Peru. He said, everything that you are praying about, I would like to do through you. But you just have no priority. Let me tell something. I don't know how old you are. I don't know where do you live or, or what do you want to do with your life. But let me tell something. Don't make God just one more thing in your life. Don't do that. God is not just, is, is not just one more thing in our lives. It's not something that we just use on a Sunday morning. It's not something that we just say when we need a favor or we just... Ask when we really need help. God is everything that we do. Is the air that we breathe. And that's why we go. Because we can save people. We can bring people to heaven with us. We can change people's lives. And when I understood that. I went to Peru a month later. And let me tell something through that. We already started few churches in Peru. We saved a lot of people to Jesus. You, I don't have anything special. I cannot even speak English. You are imagine half of my sermon. But let me tell something. When we stop to think what we can't do. And we start to do things that the Lord wants. Miracles will happen. This is why you are here. You are not here to listen. That you can't do because you are too young. Or that you will do when you in 10 or 20 years have a lot of training. You are here to listen. The Lord saying to you. Go. And you start to share about Jesus in your school. Go. And you start to share about Jesus in your family. Go. And you start to live a life that will glorify the Lord. I give you this charge, says the Lord. Go and save people for the whole eternity. The second thing that this text says is in season and out of season. Doesn't matter the time of your life. Go and preach. But to understand what this text is talking about, in season or out of season, we must understand the situation. This text was written in 68 
before after Christ was a huge persecution against Christians. The Roman Empire, the entire empire was against Christians. More than that, Jews were against Christians. Paul was in a prison. He was in a dungeon. He couldn't see anyone. He was dying. And he knew that his time was just ending. But even though in a moment when if just someone says about you to the guards and say, look, that man is a Christian. Was enough to somebody else kill you. But on that moment he said, look, doesn't matter. In season or out of season. Doesn't matter if a nice place. Doesn't matter if your friends are Christians or not. Doesn't matter if they will, I don't know. Let me tell something. Preach the word. Doesn't matter if everybody else thinks that you are too young. The only thing that is important is what God can do through you. And He wants to do great things to you. There's no limit. I was, I went to Haiti two years ago. And I remember that I was preaching in a place. And we were in, in, I was preaching to a hundred pastors, around a hundred pastors. And right, right next to us was one of the biggest voodoo temples in, in Haiti. So we were doing services here. And, and the voodoo temple right next to us. Working. So when we finished that. I said Lord I can't accept that. I'm called to preach no matter where. No matter nothing. And someone came to me and said. Louis do you want to visit that place? And I said. Yeah but you know. I'll, no, I'll never be silent. He said no 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 let's go. Said, Just see. I said, I can't promise that. Yeah, don't worry, just go. And we went there in the middle of a voodoo temple. And when I got there, the guy just came to me and said, I know you are Christian. I said, ah, Louis. <laughs> he said, yeah, but he, you're not going to say anything here, just see. And after he just showing everything to us, people that were with us said, oh, I'm going home. And everybody were leaving. But finally, that guy came to me and said, now you need to go. I said, why? He said, because I'm alone here. There's no one of the guards on this place. They are not here anymore. I'm alone, so please leave this place. On that moment, I looked to him. And the guy that was translating to me said, Louis, please don't do that. And I said, I want to talk about someone that will never leave you alone. I want to share with you about someone that will be with you no matter nothing. He will always be with you. And the name of this person is Jesus Christ. And that guy that is one of the priests of voodoo in, in, in Haiti. Decided to be with his eyes just red. And he started to listen. And I said let me tell you. He will never leave you alone. And we started to share how good God is. And I said let me tell where I came from. What he did for me. Because it's personal. What he, he saved me. He changed me. He washed my sins away. And I'm a new person. And I started to share with that person. He said, plus, just leave, just leave, just leave. He was crying. And when we left that place, I walked like 20 meters. He just cried. and said, oh, preacher, I'll think about what you just said. I was so happy. I went home. I went to the place that we were. 20 days later, they closed that place for the glory, to the glory of the Lord. They closed one of the biggest voodoo temples in Haiti because there's no place.
place to preach. There's no time. If Jesus is the best thing that you have, please understand that. I'm not here to put one more pressure in your back. I'm here to say you are free to say about him. You are free to tell others the best thing of your life. And the best thing is Jesus Christ. The other thing that we would like to share with you is fulfill your ministry. Just to finish. To finish that moment. Second Timothy chapter 4, on the verse 5, he says, Preach the sound doctrine and fulfill your ministry. You are called by God. Understand that. God, just imagine that for a second. The creator of the heavens and the earth. God Almighty Himself. He dreams about you. The God's plan to Gunze, He imagined you. Can you believe that? When God dreams about His gospel on this island, He's saying, I have that person over there. What is your name? Tyler. Tyler. He said, I have Tyler in Gunze, and I can put my blessing, my glory through him, and we will change that place. Fulfill your ministry, Tyler. Go and make disciples and change and allow the Lord to use you. That's what the Bible is saying. Fulfill your ministry. You are called to be an evangelist. You are called to allow people to know about Jesus. You might be thinking, said, Louis, no, my place is, is, is playing or my place is doing something else. Your first call is to save people to eternity with, with God. To remove people from hell. To remove people from eternity without Him. You are. You are the image and likeness of the Lord. You are the channel that God will use to bless this island. Do you understand that? Go. When you leave that place, go. You are called by that. You are called by God to do that. Preach the sound doctrine. Let me tell something. Do you have a Bible? Do you have, if you have a Bible, just put your hands in the air, please. Do you have a Bible, yes or no? Because if you don't have a Bible in your house, or in, if you don't have a Bible, talk to us. We can provide one Bible for you. But let me tell something. I went to places. In some places in South America, one Bible worth more than a whole month wage. Do you believe that? If you work your whole month, you're not going to be able to buy a Bible. A normal Bible. The same Bible that sometimes we have in our house and we don't just read. I was in Peru again in one place and a guy was 18 years old on that day. And his father came to him with a nice package. And when he opened, it was a Bible and the guy started to cry and said, it's for me. Just for me. And the father said, yes, it's just to you. And said, wow, thank you for this. You might be thinking, Louis, they don't have TV or anything else because I want a car or, or an iPod or something different in my birthday. But let me tell something. God is calling you to know Him. I loved when, when that guy just started to talk about relationship. <coughs> Amen. That's your call. When you know God, when, when you know the best thing in your life, you can't keep that to yourself. Look, I don't know why. Just, just pay attention to this. I don't know why. But a lot of people like to send diets to me. 
You know, I don't know. I don't understand why they do that. I think they misunderstand muscle and I don't know. But all right. So sometimes when I arrive at my house after services, I just listen. The mail, pling. When I go there, a diet of soup. Or I open my email and it's there. A diet of salad. I saw every single diet that you might imagine in your life. All right? People sent to me and said, Pastor, on Sunday when we finish the service, I need to give you something. I said, Hallelujah, we'll be a pizza. We will eat pizza after a certain... No, it's a diet. Or something like that. But when they see something that is important to them, when they see something that really changed them, or say, wow, this is important, I'll share with Lewis. Because he needs. I don't know why they think that. Or I'll share with somebody else because they need. When we do cake. When we like a cake that we do. We share with people, right? We share with our friends. Look, we have a good food. Come. We have the best thing in the world. You have Jesus Christ. God himself inside of you. You have the glory of God inside of you. It's time not to keep by ourselves anymore. Go. I give you discharge. Let's close our eyes. Let us pray. I don't know how is your life today. I don't know how is your heart today. I don't know if you are just listening to that and said, Louis, for you it's easy because you are paid for that. You are pastor. But for me, it's so complicated. Louis, you know, I, I have no clue what you said. I know I need to, to go, but... It's not easy. It's not easy just to preach. It's not easy just to share. I'm here to say to you that this is what the Lord wants to use you. He wants to change lives through you. You are called. You are called to save people. Not to be a preacher or something. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is that you will share the best thing that you have. You are called. To make God known. To glorify Him through your life. He is here. And He's saying the same thing to you and to me. I give you discharge. I give you discharge. Go. I give you discharge. Go. And my name will be glorified through you. I don't know if. If it's the first time that you are. You are understanding that or not. Or if you still just listen to that and say, Lord, I don't know how to start. If you are on this position, I would like to invite you now just to say, it's just between you and the Lord. You don't need to do anything to me. Just between you and the Lord and say to him, say, Lord, I accept this challenge. I want to save people from hell. I want to, to bring people to heaven with me. I want to allow people to know you. And to know that you are. You are the best thing that I have. You are alive. You are awesome. You are my father. You are my God. Lord we are here. We are here to say to you Lord. That we accept this challenge. This charge Lord. Lord I don't want to see people dying without you. Lord, we know that every day more than a hundred thousand people die without never ever heard the word Jesus. 
100,000 people die without listening the message that we know. Lord, I can't sleep with that. And I know that here in this place, there's a new generation that you are calling to make a difference. A new generation that you are calling to go and make disciples, to go and allow people to be healed, to be transformed, to be changed. This is why we are here. To know you, not just to listen about it, but to know you in relationship, as our friends just shared. To grow in this relationship with you in a certain way that when everybody looks to us, will not be us anymore, but will be your face in our lives. Lord, help us to be a new generation that will reach people with a gospel that changes lives. Not a boring thing, Lord, because you're not boring. But a, a gospel full of life that will transform this island, this continent, the entire world through us. I want to bless each one of my brothers and sisters here. And I would like to ask you, Holy Spirit of the Lord, come. Start to touch, involve people with your love. And put hearts on fire for you. It's time to go and make disciples. It's what we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thanks, Louis. Really appreciate that. That's cool. Okay, I don't, I don't know about you, but I just really feel God's kind of reminding us this afternoon that we aren't mistakes, you know, we're not here by accident. Actually, God has placed us here for this time, all right? The Bible tells us, there was a, there's a story uh, of, this, of this lady, okay, and, and we find out in this story that someone just says, you're here for such a time as this. And I really believe, okay, you might only be 11, you might be 14, you might be 15, whatever age you are. I believe that you are here in Guernsey for such a time as this, for right now. You aren't a mistake. You aren't an accident. You are a part of God's story, and he's written you into this story for 2012 and 2013 and 2014. And we really believe that God wants to use you in that story to reach others. And, and I think what Louise has just shared there about, you just got to go, and you know, you may be thinking, well, I can't, you know, I, I'm rubbish, I don't, I, I, I'm not great at speaking, I'm not great at doing this, that or the other. And you might come up with a ton of excuses. And I just want to say to you that actually it doesn't matter what your frailties are. It doesn't matter what your weaknesses are because this is what God does, okay? If you go with the little, little that you have, if you go with what you have to offer, it may not be amazing, it may not be great, but actually... If you just go in obedience, God does the rest. And that's where you see the miracles, like Luis was talking about. That's where you see the crazy stuff happening like you'd never, ever thought you'd see. It's just by being obedient and going. Hi, we are Malachi. What do we have to say, Alex? To? To the listeners. Uh, uh, listen more? Cheers for listening to the free download. Resonate 2012. Please feel free to listen to the other sessions. Jesus loves you. Bye-bye. Woo! -bye. <laughs> <laughs>